Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. All right, pain, pain and more pain. But I had a saying when I was younger, you got to feel the pain before the glory and that's exactly what's going to happen at the Eagles. But before we start talking about the Eagles, welcome Dan and Wayne. How are you going? Good, guys. Very no, good. Not bad, not bad. We said we'd be back here hopefully talking about a win, but it's totally the opposite. But um, we'll get into that now. Uh, before we go on, I just want to, on behalf of uh, the guys here in the room, uh, send our condolences out to Darren Giddos and his family for the loss of his beautiful uh, partner and wife and soulmate. Um, he's the guy that does the intros that you just heard and all our other voiceovers. So our present thoughts are with you, mate, and stay strong, buddy. Yeah, all the best, Daz. Yeah, all the best, mate. And um, if you're a long-time listener to our podcast, spread the word through our socials. Uh, and uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and we're on so many podcast uh, platforms, there's too many to put on there. But SoundCloud's our preferred. But before we get on the show, let's talk about our sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, they got a package 4.0. With an Eagle Nation 20% discount. What do you reckon, Dan? Well, as you said, 20% off. So why not look at Manscaped? I mean, we've mentioned it before. Why would you use a razor on your privates and then use that razor on your face? That's just icky. So (laughs) why would you do that? So that's where Manscaped has you covered. 20% off Eagle Nation code. You could be smelling and looking fresh. um, And just look at their variety of products at manscaped.com and they've got you covered. And if you don't want to use it on your balls, use it on your head because it's exactly the same. Yep. Um, and buy prob- two then. <laughs> yeah, buy two. <laughs> buy, buy one for downstairs, one for upstairs, and you'll get the smoothest finish ever. Um, but, yeah, Eagle Nation, use that in the code. You get 20% off, guys. So go to manscaped.com. They've been helping out Eagle Nation for the last six rounds. So, guys, let's get into the footy. 109-point loss. Uh that was just a second triple-figure defeat in Perth, and it's the biggest loss in 14 years, and it's our sixth biggest loss ever. Um, where do we start? Where do we start? Well, first of all, that's the worst game I've ever seen Eagles play. I can't recall one. I know statistically there's been one or two worse. That's uh, only the second 100-point loss or plus-point loss we've had in WA. Um if you try to find positives out of this game, I find you'll be struggling. I, and I, you know me, I always try and pull the, the positives out. Um, it was one big one. Yeah, Kennedy's 700. 700. Yeah. Clark's debut was real good. And if you told me uh, before the game that Shuey will have 28 disposals, six clearances, six tackles, 401 metres game, and then Josh Kennedy's going to kick four goals in that game, I would assume we'd win. <laughs> I would. I'd be, oh, oh yeah, here, we've got a win on our hands here, boy. He's not a... 100-point loss, but um, and one bright side that's very murky and can't hang your hat on it, I suppose, was you could still see that there is trying to change a game plan. The problem is our disposal efficiency was so poor. We were trying to move it on. We were trying to go quick. We were trying to go in the centre. problem is we just turned it straight over the Richmond, and because that was the game plan we tried to use, it hurt us because they just rebounded and went straight in for goals and easy goals. Because of that, we tried to be quick and looking bored. And when your skills aren't there, you get hurt. And I've never seen a game like that. It still wasn't the uncontested chip behind play that we've known the last few years. 
Um, and I said, you can't hang your hat on that because that's not a positive when you've got a game plan that you try and implement and you're failing at. But that said, it's only really been this year we've trying something different. So that that will take time. But um, that was basically the only positives I could pick from that game, sadly. Well, the turnovers, that's the biggest conceded point since two, the year 2000. So the worst in 22 years. Mm. So um, – and I think well, – I can't remember what team it was, but uh, it wasn't us back then. So, <laughs> but, the, but uh, we've lost. Sorry, I let you speak in a second. Right, we've won three out of the last sixteen. So that's a very worrying sign. I think too the the biggest problem. I see what you mean with that. And sitting up top last week and watching, and you know, did that report, and I really only went basically on that one. But the, we're trying to go into the middle. But when you kick into a stationary player. That has three players surrounding him. That's your problem. And I saw about four occasions where, right, where we're switching to the middle. Our player there is stationary, not moving at all. And in any ball sport, you got to be on the move. And they had three players around it. And yet we had a a, a player on the outside on the flank who was leading and running on their own, and they got ignored. I saw four times. What I I and we would have gone into attack every time if we got that ball out there. And look, I understand we're trying to go through the middle, but it's the pace that you're trying to do it. We are slow. Look, we're slow full stop. I don't give a stuff what anyone says, I, but we're slow at our ball movement too, very slow. I thought we were trying to go quicker out of the back line, but when we got to the half forward line, it was slow as. Hmm. And in the last quarter, I don't know if it was because JK knew he's near his 700, but he was going livid and crips twice. Hmm. He just went off and he said, you're taking too long. And you could see it. Everyone in the crowd could see it out there. He was waving his arms around and the, the kick was there and he just ignored it. And if the kick's there, take it. Hmm. Um, and like you said, if it turns over, it turns over. Um, and that's what we were doing out the back. We're taking the kicks and sometimes they were there, but they were picking us off. They, 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 were, they were brilliant at it. you hmm. got to give credit to Richmond. They were picking us off. They were... They were looking ahead to see what we were going to do and they cut the angles um, and we didn't run both ways again. No. And uh, I blame that on Liam Ryan. That was his worst game I've ever seen him play. Oh. That, that was shocking. Cripps, um, at one stage, he come close to the bench. I said, run to the bench, mate, because you're not doing running because you play, you just kind of kick a goal. I mean, they both should be dropped. That's my opinion on this week. Those both should be dropped. I don't give a stuff if we get beaten by 20 goals, but watching them, and Leon, I, I pointed that one about Liam Ryan. It was right in front of me, and he did not chase his man. Broad ended up kicking it to Rewald in the middle of the ground, and he got a goal out of it. And Ryan still down in the forward pocket, didn't even chase him. I mean, he should have been dragged and, and got his bloody ass kicked. Like, and, well, well, we, we had, we had yeah. four injuries during the games, so and maybe that stopped them. I think we're down to one... Um, person in the last quarter in rotations um, and you say drop him I would say drop both of them as well but this week we'll talk about it more in uh, yeah. uh, the bounce sound but I don't think we can uh, drop them because I don't think we've got enough no. fit soldiers out there so it's going to be interesting um, look but I'll say one yeah, well, thing boys. I, one sorry. thing one thing that really disturbs me a lot is our total lack of accountability as players now Again, not many people would have seen this. People bag Jackson Nelson on that group. Why, I don't know, but that's fine. That oh, he was livid own. on the – he's one of his supporters. He, he was livid. He, I can tell you, it was right in front of me. He chased three different guys. Now, he chased Shuey's man and he chased Redden's man and he chased his own man and his own man got the goal. 
and I saw him down the front, and he was ripping into Shuey and um, Redden, and um, Gov had to come over and put. This is in the first quarter. Gov had to actually come over and pull him away. He was he was fuming. I don't blame him. He's chasing. You know, I saw one one play. Look, Duggo had a great game, but it was one where he drifted to the right. So his player saw that he 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 flashed straight out to the um to the flank. The ball went. They crossed it straight to him. Nelson ran up to try and cover him. The ball went over to Nelson's man, and then Nelson's man's got a goal again. Now no one no one ran to help in that area. Yeah, there's, when that, that there's happens, just all over no the help. But this this. Was it's whole, the whole the mid, the midfield need yeah. to be held yeah. accountable? They're well, experienced midfield. They need to be, they need to be held accountable yeah. for what they're doing. Well, well, th- well, that's the thing is, um, getting back to the drop thing. I think a lot of players are very lucky that we've got injuries that they're not getting dropped. Agree, um, totally agree. But with the Nelson thing, I think I'm the odd one out here where I'm just. And he wasn't alone. I said from the get go, the disposal finish was so poor. But there were stages where. He would – it was unforced errors. Like it would be a mark or whatever, yeah. a free kick to him. He kicked it, uh, direct turn over to a – it's almost like he picked the Richmond player out. There was no Eagles player there. It wasn't down the line to a contender. It's like he picked the player out. Now what happened is the man on the mark, and I think it was actually Shy Bolton, so I think it's different incidents we're actually talking yeah. about though. He's run off because he's very quick. And then the Richmond player kicked to him and then he goaled <laughs> So Nelson turned the ball over. These old man scored on him from that turnover. And as I said, I'm that's why I'm not going to pump him up this week. But he was not alone. No, even no. great players. And also, you talk about them not moving earlier, Wayne. Sorry, I'm backtracking because we're unpacking mm. a lot. I agree. But how are you going to make space as a player if you're not moving? Mm. There was one stage Witherden had the ball, and he put his arms up. You could see how exasperated he was because no one was moving. Mm. And Richmond's just like, all right, we're just going to pick up a man here. Like you said, man on man. Mm. No one was moving. He's like, well, where am I, who am I going to kick to if no one's leading, yeah. no one's moving? And it's just yeah. horrid to see. And um, one thing that surprised me, and I'm quickly going to touch on it now, we'll beat them 109 points. But if you go and have a look at all the um, key indicators, your clearances, we only lost them by a couple. Uh, contested possessions. It was probably a better game contested for us. We didn't lose a contested by much. Um the only problem we did have was in the forward 50, they were marking it at will and we, we couldn't. Um, centre clearances, there was only three differences. The stoppages, it was one different. So it was like you said, it was a game of turnovers, just silly and silly mistakes where perceived pressure and some of the guys like Naish, he kicked it out from – he was on the in the goal square and he kicked it out straight to uh, yeah. – Direct goal. And to me, that was an unforced error. And it's because I, I don't I just don't understand it. Mm. I know you're trying to do these daisy cutter kicks, but that kick was never on. There was four guys from Richmond there and one guy from the Eagles. That was never on. No. It was never on. Um we did that all night though. Yeah, and but that's what yeah. that was the all tail night. of the tape all yeah. night. So um just looking at your key indicators, they're all pretty even, but in turnovers we got slaughtered and I've said it on a few different uh, platforms on social media and I've been bagged for it, but Harry Edwards had no freaking idea. Oh, God, no. He was – he got drawn into the game and Rewalt – he was on Rewalt stage and Rewalt did just drop back over the top, Rewalt goal. Then he did it on Lynch. He was on the wing. There was no one else between him and Lynch. Hmm. 
And I'm everyone screaming at him, and he looks around, and then he goes, "Oh!" And he started jogging back, starts sprinting back, mate. Now he was drafted as a forward ruck, and they're trying to make him into a backman, and maybe they will make him into a backman, but I just can't see it. Well, we need a I ruck. I cannot see it. We need a ruck this week because well, I don't know who's rucking. Strunetti is not there. I don't know. It's going to be him. Williams is out of. It's, it's going to be Harry. COVID, and the funny thing is we have and that's where four Ruckman on the list. Oh, yeah. Not many teams have four Ruckman and obviously a couple are like, developing, yeah. but they're all injured. Yeah. That just sums up our year. Mm. Um, and let's be honest, if there wasn't that Ruck option for him, and that's where I've heard he doesn't want to Ruck, but it's like, no, this is now your position. Mm. We've got to make that stance. Brass comes in and I reckon we go smaller. We'll talk about the ins a bit later, so yeah. I'll leave the plays mm. that I want to come in. But I'd rather go smaller in that defence almost and try to run it out a bit more. Um, I had a stat too, but I think I actually got it wrong. So I'll go with Wazers because looking at the score, I think he was correct. To insinuate your point, so there was 25 goals kicked by Richmond, 19 of them was from direct turnovers. Mm. Yes. That, that is unbelievable. That's, that is your, your worst yeah, enemy. That's where yeah. you can use injuries. You can use COVID. You mm. can blame the coach. And a lot do. But if you can't yeah. kick, you you can't win games. That's and right. Turn the ball over that many times. The, no one's to blame but the players. And good kicks had bad turnovers. Mm. Yeah. And Nash, he, that's two weeks in a row. It could be three weeks in a row. When the pressure's on early, like – it's amazing to watch this kid play. Go back and look at the stats for the first quarter. He's only kicking at 50%. By the end of the game, he's in the 60s, which still isn't good enough, but he's pushing 70. It's just when it's the pressure early in the games, his mm. disposal efficiency is so low. He's still getting lots of the ball. He's still daring and run. But, yeah, just some of these players just have to hit targets. If you watched, if you watched Richmond closely on the weekend, again, you see it from up the top there, Honestly, they had so much confidence of leaving our players. Yeah, well, that's they, it. They knew exactly – they're not going to kick – they knew they yeah. weren't going to hit targets. And yeah. they, they read the play beautifully. But they were on the run when they read the play. Yeah. And then they just take that intercept mark and bang, off they go in twos and threes, down the ground. Now, and let's face it, Lynch should have kicked ten. Well, he, yeah, he should yeah. have kicked ten. Seven goals, five. Yeah. And he's a hack. Mm. I don't give a shit with anyone. And he's played 200 games. I, I, I was stunned when I found out that. Yeah. Um, it's amazing was, he was better, I find, at goal coast was, than he, at Richmond. Yeah. Which is amazing. He, yeah. he kicked his 400th goal straight after uh, Kennedy kicked his 700th mm. and not one bit of accolations on the scoreboard, which I thought was a bit of a piss off. Mm. You know, yeah, it, it wasn't at the crowd. I thought he got um, it first. I, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, mm. I only knew it because I was listening to the radio. Nothing come up on the screen. Yeah, um, no, they didn't do that. And, you know, it's a bit of a kick in the guts. But uh, at the end of the day, I don't think he would have given a shit because he no. was having one of the best games he's ever had. But um, – Oh, just quickly too. Yeah. Um, I don't think many Richmond supporters will be listening to our podcast. I have a funny feeling. But, well, no one is. Uh, well, <laughs> good on Noel Bolter. When JK oh, yes. kicked his yeah. 700, did you see him? Yeah, it was right He went up, shook his hand, shook his smiled, hand. congratulated him. Oh, good on And him. then went back and did his job. But and I also, just thought that is good. And that just shows that these footballers are human. You know yeah, what I mean? And I yeah. thought that showed great character. The, and the, uh, to be fair well, too, the Richmond crowd all stood. Because I, I, I looked yeah, down the did. other I, end. That was on TV. At yeah, the they all squad, did. And they all stood all and clapped. clapped. And yeah. they were right down the other end. Everyone stood and clapped. And so. it took one little show of grabbing the jumper and saying, boys, this is what you got to fucking do. Yeah. Grab that jumper and have a bit of pride in mm. it. Because he, in the first quarter, he was held. But after a quarter time, he was – well, he was the best forward. He was the only forward. So, um, you know, 
JK, good on you, mate. And, and, and um, can I say to our supporters... And the people that sit there and say, oh, well, he should be retired and all that, well, he's one of our best players this year so far, you know what I mean? So yeah. where, where, where would we be without him, you know what I mean? And to our supporters, harden the fuck up and yep. don't leave the game. I mean, I, I didn't leave until Richmond actually went into the into their room. Oh, look, Stay that happens there. at every club. I know, it, I know it does. I know that does. But, geez, I watch people leaving at half time. I even said to my wife, and she said, what, what, what are they going to do? The train will be more crowded than when we go home. And it was. You know, <laughs> um, it's Danny, ridiculous. Harden up and support I, your team. We, we got, we've yeah. had 20, what, 30-odd fantastic years. And we got, we've had, what, two or three bad ones. This is one of them. Just stick with it and I, I saw it as watch well. the game. And my, I just stood up and I got a bit of a bit of a cheer in my block. I said, "Hey guys, what are you leaving for? Grab some popcorn and watch a horror show. <laughs> well, watch it. You know, you, you yeah. never know what can happen in the end. But people leave, and you know that's prerogative. If they they want to leave, yeah. um, they're voting with their feet, and maybe the players need to see that sometimes. Yeah, because they didn't get very much um, applause. The only applause was. Your JK, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was quiet. Oh, it was I'm like, glad there were still some supporters left a, for that, though, wasn't it? Oh, you yeah. know, still, there's still a good chunk yeah, of I tell you stuff. what, you missed a fantastic moment. Yeah. Because that was just. Uh, yeah, it was. Because it was a great moment to be there. And, uh, but I, it's a. it's a, it's, This is the same with Greg Clark. You know, Kennedy played really good. Greg Clark had 428 metres gain, 24 disposals, and seven tackles, whatever. Great games, but it's a game they'll probably never want to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the shit show that the rest of the team showed, um, and look, like you said, we've had it so good for so long. But Eagles fans, strap yourself in, because it's going to happen a few times more this mm. year. We've got a hard five, six weeks coming up now. This could be the building of the club, or it could kill us, kill the club. Um, now, there's only one thing I want to say, and I'm not bashing Simo here because I I want Simo to be a coach. But you're 13, 14 goals down, you go one-on-one. And, one. Hmm. and Malthouse even said it to him and he, Simo basically too slow to react. you got to get down and dirty. If you're getting smashed, you just got to get your hands dirty and you've just got to try and stop the bleed. And for some reason we just – I don't know, we backed ourselves in, but it was never going to go. And when you're 13 goals down – You've got to stop that bleed, and we're just not doing it. And it's three weeks in a row where we have not tried to stop the bleed. Don't make change. He doesn't make changes. And the cl- his history of his, his coaches, my only criti- criticism mainly of him is that he does not change players. No, he, he likes mean, structures. He's very much a structures yeah, coach. Yeah. He doesn't I mean, like why, to change why not? Look, Harry is getting yeah. annihilated. Why not? He's going to go whack Gub back on him, um, well, throw someone around Rewalt, and then and – He just, was changing them up. And whack, whack Edwards in the ruck. Say, hey – Give it a go, mate. Otherwise, hey, you could be out of a job next year. Yeah. Well, I've, that's I've, as simple as that. I thought Edward was going to go under the ruck because Trinetica was blowing the gale mm. in the third quarter. He was oh, he was stuffed. No disrespect, guys. Yeah. He frustrates the shit out of me the way he rucks. Trinetica. He does not jump into the player. Yeah. He stands there and he's he gave away four free kicks by holding uh, their ruckman, both ruckmen that were playing. He held them because he he doesn't jump into the ruck. He waits for all come down. He's trying to man them up and then he gets held hold, holding the man. You know, to me, he's really disappointed me. And I saw him in that waffle game. I gave him a bit of last week, a bit of credit because I thought, well, maybe I'm wrong. Then I watched him again this week and he's doing exactly what he was doing in waffle. And to me, you cannot survive in the ruck in AFL playing that crap. And spe- that. I'll only go- speaking of uh, slow to react too, I'm still on the JK thing <laughs> where he's – it's an age thing though, isn't it? Mm. Let's be honest. Everyone's like, oh, he needs to retire, retire him now. Thanks for your service, goodbye. But this is just – 
scorned supporters that are feeling upset with our form and want to lash out. They need to lash out someone. He's averaging 2.3 goals a game. 2.3 goals. That's a close to a 50-goal season. Like, he obviously won't play every game. Like, he's in great form for the limited supply and we're getting smashed and he's still kicking goals. Like, if yeah. he if he was 25-year-old, they would be raving about this kid and the future he's got. Mm. Because he's JK and he's aged, they're like, oh, I'd love to see him go again and get the 300 goals. The position we're in, that's obviously not going to happen. No. But, you know, you'd love to see 300 and we would be negligent to do that. You know what yeah. I mean? In a rebuilding phase. Well, but yeah, it's just. I put on social media a little exercise this week. Said, if everyone was fit, pick your team for next week. You pick anyone you like. And everyone picked JK. Everyone picked Turn. Everyone picked Shuey. Everyone picked Redden. Everyone picked Kelly. And they these are the people saying play the kids, but they're play. you know, this. So if you're going to say play the kids, put your, you know, put your name to it and. Say it next time, right? Instead of saying playing the kids, mm. you know, we've been playing the kids, and some of them have been, well, they're not there, no. you know, and that's it. But they're not alone. So I got some questions for you, quick, quick fire questions before we get into a quick waffle wrap, and then we're going to do a bounce down. Um, all right, these are yes no answers. All right, will Simo be coach in twenty twenty three? Yes. Yes. Will we win another game for the season? Oh, yes. Yes. Which one? It'll be a team we don't <laughs> expect to beat and a team we look to Could beat. Could be Kangaroos. Yeah. All right. Uh, will we finish last? Yes. Quite possibly, yes. The Eagles haven't lost a round eight game in the last ten years. Will that trend continue? No. The Eagles have not lost a round eight game. Oh. We've got Brisbane. Oh, yeah. We're, we're not going to win that. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, no. Yeah. Is Eagle Nation the leading West Coast Eagles podcast in the country? Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Will these players be at the club? Yes or no? In 2023. JK, we just talked about him. No. No. I'm a no there. No, but I uh, wish he was. Hearn. I'm a no. I'm a no there as well. Redden. Yes. No. No, for me. Nick Nat. Yes. Yes, just. Only because we've got no ruck socks, yes? Shuey. Yes. Yes. There is a bit of a rumour, but we'll bring it up in Bounce Down. By the time it gets out on podcasts, everyone will well, know that, that, That's what it depends on. And just say, it's not confirmed. But well, it's confirmed he might have done a hammy again. Yeah, and that that's what it is. If his hammy has gone again, we talked this off air, this is not a re- like, this isn't just this year, last year. This is three years now. We touched on it earlier, didn't we? Mm. In 2020, for eight rounds in a row, I believe, we were premiership favourites. Mm. And then, and that was during the era, right at the end of the season, where we had that great win against Saints because our players just all dropped all at once almost. They all just got injured at the same time, you know? And that really de- derailed our season uh, and obviously our attack on finals. And sh- that's when Shuey started doing his hamstring back then, you know? So this is now the third season of hamstring injuries. So if it is confirmed a hamstring then my answer would be no, but that's not confirmed, so right now it's yes. All right. Darling. Yes. yes. I'm going to say no. I reckon he might be traded. Um, Nelson. Yes. No. Gaff. Yes. Uh, oh, I wish he wasn't after watching him the other night, but probably yes. Well, you know, he had 14 possessions and a half of football, and mm. that was more than half, Being half three quarters team. of the team. I could have ran faster than him. Oh, he's not a fast runner. Mm. He never has been. He's an endurance runner more, and isn't he? he always and has he been piked him. a tackle, so that was enough for me. 
And uh, this player, Goldstein. I hope not. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I dearly, dearly hope not. That we're, we're going backwards if we do that. Oh, well, I could see the merit in it, but, um, but I, some I, people, I, people I, said that about Petri and he helped us out for a year or two. Yeah, yeah but that D- was different Nick circumstances. Nat, yeah, Nick Nat's knee, that was the year he's going to miss. Different so we're keeping, yeah, I agree, Wayne. If we got Nick Nat on the list, we've already got that one senior up and there. Then he, that can be on year contracts. You know? And then he does an injury like he did this year. Yeah, but then Pete, you play the younger kids. What, but Pete, what's, what purpose would Goldstein win? Because we're not here to win games the next two years. Yeah, but costs why? Costs nothing. No. Yeah, no, but I'm why? Agreed. It costs you games to get young kids in there. And, yeah, but no. And he a position. Comes over, he comes over on the proviso. You're, you're playing only if people are injured. Yeah, but I don't, see, contract I don't see the value in that. Long term. We've got to look long term. That's not going to help us. Right. I reckon you better do what we've done with Stranatica. Mm. Pick a local young to mid-age ruckman in the local leagues. I'll prefer to bring him on and low cash. And then here's the insurance. Yeah. And then we can see. People forget Cox was a rookie pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we keep turning that list over, eventually we will strike gold, which we've done with Gov, we've done with Cox being rookie players. Even Lynch, I believe, was a rookie player. You know, so keep turning them over. Yeah. Goldstein's not doing that. Goldstein's and, and Pete, let's face, halting it. We bought Petrie in it just after we won a grand final, and we we're in we we're in no, a window we're of a grand. We we're in a window then, weren't we? Yeah. So we're not in a window anymore. We're, we need to be in the window of the young players. That's what we're. I agree. Yeah. Do you know when who was our last top ten draft pick? Gaff. Yeah, it's Gaff. Gaff. All right, so that's 12 years since we've had a top 10 draft pick. I just want to take a pot shot at Kane Corns and others who sit there and go, oh, well, the Eagles haven't had this. Well, when you're in the finals, you don't get top 10 draft picks. That's right. Unless you trade players out or whatever. So you can't sit there and put up little tables on footy classified and say, oh, well, look at the difference between Eagles and Dockers. Well, the Dockers haven't been finals since 2015, mate. Mm. So... That's the difference. If you're down the bottom, you get top um, picks. Yeah. That's the equalisation of the draft. So, um, And for Eagles fans, that's where we are now. Yeah. So, um, and you know, a couple of years ago, uh, 2010, we finished bottom and played in a prelim. And, and you look right? at this. And, 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 but the next year, we went back down again. So we, we might, you know... Hopefully next year we don't have heaps of injuries and no COVID and all that. We might bounce back and play finals, but expect a few years of pain. And you look at the four of the top six teams, Melbourne, Fremantle, St Kilda, Carlton, have all had top ten picks now for bloody ten years. Yeah. And and it's good luck to them. It's paying, and they're going to and be strong. It. They're going to be the next four years. They're probably going to be the strength of the eight. Without and clubs like us and. Maybe the Crows, a few others, uh, uh, Richmond's. We're probably going to struggle to to. We've got to start to regenerate our our playing. Oh, hundred percent. And um, it'll it'll turn. Yeah. It'll no, turn. I and we're not a club notoriously that bottoms out for five years. No. I think things like that is ridiculous. Things have to go real bad for that to happen. Yeah. I I think we'll see improvement next year, obviously, because. There is a. It's not one thing wrong this year. There yeah. is a list of things wrong. We've got a couple uh, second rounds first year. We haven't seen Chester last year's first round. So we could come in next year with, let's say, two top draft picks first round, you know, a couple of second rounds, you know. Mm. There's four young kids straight in there. Chuck Allen, in, who I've been strong all year about, is do not play if he's got a foot injury. Get him right for preseason. Give him mm. a good preseason. Yeah. Chuck him in because people forget he's still quite young. Then you've got five young youths in there. And just just take a deep breath, supporters out there, and get excited. Yeah, yeah. I, We I'm could excited. have the number yeah. one pick. You know, I'll, I'll take the spoon. 
I will take a spoon if it wins us a Premiership Cup. Mm. I want that number one pick. And I have never looked at road to drafts. I have never paid that much. I, I look at some players, but right now I'm watching it with intent. I'm like, what's the best young midfielder? Oh, mate. He's got, we're going to get one of three of the best players in the competition this year. So, yeah, we'll have these 100-point losses. It'll be disgusting. I'll tell you what, it'll be the worst season we've ever had mm. because, as I said, it's not one thing wrong. It is several things going yeah. wrong. But embrace it and expect good draft picks now, yeah. which we have not had, which you touched on. And there's no expansion teams right now. So we finish last. We get the first bloody pick this time. As long as Ryan O'Brien don't trade the fucking thing. Oh, Wayne and I talked about this actually online. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I think I've even changed my answer since then because he asked about English and uh, Jackson. Nah, then we need a run. Go. But I'm like, I'll go maybe Jackson because it's four years younger than English. But right now I'm thinking, nah, there's no point having a great Ruckman right now if you haven't got the midfielders around him to mm. crumb the ball. So Jack- I'm thinking let's get a good midfielder. And as I said, just keep turning these Ruckman over till we find one. And, and the thing there is Jackson and English, they could be the headlands. They're good in their team they are now because they've got great players around. They yeah. come here, haven't got the players around them. Happens and then, all the time. It happens mm. all the time. So. Exactly. Um, and yeah, also, too, the people gunning gunning for Clarkson to come, there's, and there's a lot in our group. I he's know. not the man. Let me tell you now, do, do, does anyone know his last five years at Hawthorne? Can I answer this? You go for 12th, it. 12th, 9th, 14th, 15th. That's only four years, but that's his last yeah. four, is it roughly? He had one, one, one year of those last five years, he made the eight. He made the eight, did I he? I think they finished sixth yeah. or fifth. But the rest are down there. He's, he's not a he's not a young player builder. Like, like Dan said, he, he's he was at the about, start. He's about building people. He, he was he at got, the start because he got yeah, – But he got dealt a beautiful hand. That wasn't him. Oh, yeah, no, that, but, was, that was his footy manager. Yeah. He got dealt he, – he got dealt God's gift, mm. mate, basically. Um, those guys weren't all supposed to go to that club and then it topped off with Mitchell, right? Um End of the day, he, he like a coach is only as good as his players. Mm. And if you haven't got the players, you can be the you could be Kevin Sheedy, you can be Clarkson. If you haven't got good players, you're gonna get shit. Mm. And that's as simple as it is. You're only good as the cattle that's on the park, as they say. I was just and, oh, sorry, it was just great listening to Wayne say that because I agree hundred percent. Game day coaches, it's not much better. Yeah, he would be my last pick to rebuild mm. a side. Oh, yeah. Hawks are paying him a million dollars a year not to coach them. Hmm. They're paying him not to coach them. Yeah. That's red flags. And he's he's not even shy and he doesn't hide it. He doesn't like the draft. He said, no, there's other ways to rebuild a club except going for the draft. Yeah. I mean, the same fans that saying get Clark are the ones so dark about the Cali trade. Are they, but if if yeah, but and if Clark no, but kids. what I'm saying is if Clarko comes in. We'll get used to that because every first round draft pick we had, we'll be getting a Wingard or an O'Meara. Mm. You know what I mean? No, we need the youth because we've got a middle tier of age players. And we've got a great senior group. Obviously, none of these are performing right now, and a lot are mm. injured. I miss you, Sheed, by the way. Um, but we just need to get that young youth in there. And the rumor was at the start of the year, he was ringing around players, don't sign anything till you find out what I'm doing. Mm. You know, that was a rumor going around. Um, look quickly about the waffle. Um, I only watched the first half of it because of AFL coming on uh, different time slots and stuff like that. I had to get to the ground on that. Um, we got slaughtered there too. Um, I watched the second. We, we were playing last, Peel last Thunder. Quarter and a half, yeah. Um, and actually, I saw the second half, not the first half. And um, yeah, we got slaughtered. Um, and that was like basically Eagles versus Frio. But 
the thing there is Frio, um, people have got the added, you know, they've got waffle players where we've got to get amateur players playing in our waffle side. Um, there wasn't really any standouts. Um, Petricelli kicked two, Williams kicked two, Winder kicked two, um, and that was it. Um, and there was two guys that aren't on our list, Joey Deegan and Josh Brown, that were probably well, Deegan, the best players. Deegan was best. Um, oh, Jermaine, yeah. what I saw, Jermaine. Yeah, Jones, I was going to say. He was, he was doing some good stuff. Uh, yeah, the Eagles players that did play did okay. But I knew that was going to be smashing. And I, and I thought Rotham did well, okay, we, what I saw too. Rotham I thought was great and he was one. Um, so yeah. I'll talk about what, who I would bring in. But we'll it was one of those – okay, I'll hold that for the next season. But I knew this would be smashing and it's going to be even worse this week. Because there's no Eagles plays in that side right now, and our midfield is not there. West Clark and O'Neill are great waffle players and are that waffles midfield. They're not there. Hmm. <laughs> there was no Ruckman. We don't have a Ruckman. Yeah. We talk about Williams and Jamison and Stranatica being injured. Stranatica obviously wasn't injured last week, played in the AFL. So there's no Ruckman. <laughs> yeah. We had no Ruckman and no midfield. So I was like, all right, it's going to be a smashing. Let's hope some of the Eagles. Well, Josh Ruffin did a few of the Rucks down in the back line. Mm. That shows you and he's how not tall. you know, and he's not tall. So, mm. um, look, we'll, we're going to try and get more waffle coverage on this podcast because um, of the last few weeks, COVID with myself, and then before that was Wayne's son and that. So, we're going to try and get down to a couple of COVID um, waffle games, do a bit more analysis, and do a, a standalone show. Um, it probably won't be this week, but. And then coming weeks we'll get down and try and do that and bring that to you um, because there is a lot of people asking for waffle content. Um, and, look, they, if you have got time to get down, if you want to go watch a waffle, they're playing at the Wacker this week. Oh, I love that. I saw yeah. that. Footy yeah. is at the Wacker. So, yeah, and they're playing East Humanal. So um, I don't think you're going to see too many uh, Eagles players out there because of the situation we find ourselves in this week again. But, hey – Footy at the Wacker, man. Last one of the games I saw there was Scotty Cummins against Adelaide. Kick 13 or something. Kick 14 goals, mate. And it was a 129-point win. It was brilliant. I'll tell you what, I'm quite rotund, quite a chubby little man, and nothing brings back memories like the Wacker, the Eagles, and Hungry Jacks. That just doesn't that bring back (laughs) memories. Old school. You know, the big cotton badges they almost (laughs) used to wear. So I love the fact that Waffle's back at the Wacker. I I love that. I was there the night um, Troy Ugal came and kicked, uh, I think, kicked six goals in the second half. And they came back from – I can't remember who they played now. Oh, well, they came from nowhere and they won the game. That was against the Bulldogs. Yeah, six they or eight, eight or goals. And this is why yeah. – you just reminded me now. Eight goals down at quarter time mm. and he was come back and won the game. Yeah. And that was at the Wacker. Yeah. I remember that game and it was yeah. and it was wet and it was – It was a Friday night. And it was it was brilliant. That's what we got to find. you got to – Simo, if you're, there, if you're not listening, obviously, but get some of those old videos out. Find those ones where you fight. Find the game against Essendon at Windy Hill where mm. they kick one goal, but the next week they come out and kick 20. Mm. You know what I mean? Go That's what the, we're going to do. Get we're the, the old really Geelong game yeah. out where we just, come back. Just one thing quickly before we move on from the waffle. Um, we're going to get smashed. It's like AFL time if you don't. I still love the standalone team. What we've got to accept is, and this is a spoiler alert for a little bit in the future of the podcast where we go through the injury list. We've got 17 confirmed. That could go up to 18, 19, even 20 by round. You inject 20 players, or let's just say 17 because that's what's confirmed, into that waffle side, suddenly it's a vastly different side. side. So I'm not judging that waffle side right now as that's what we've got, that's what's always going to be. It's just 
counterproductive. You just know what it is. It's like, as I said, the whole midfield was playing in the AFL there. So I'm still very excited for it. I still enjoy watching it. Hey. Um, and before we move on, Jack Williams, the young kid I love to talk about, three goals as well. So he was another one that did well. Oh, like, you don't have to tell me, mate. I've been raving about this kid for ages. Um, and Waffle Heads out there, you don't nothing to be scared of because we haven't dominated yet. Yeah. And it'd be, like you said, but in, when we do get those players back, say two, three years from now, it's going to be unbelievable to watch. All right, let's go on to bounce down. I'm not going to put the intro in there today. Um, Eagles versus Brisbane at um, the Gabba on uh, Saturday. Twilight game, 5.25. It's going to be dewy and wet ball. Um, Lions are coming off a 24-point win over the Swans and they're second on the ladder. Um we probably got the best head-to-head uh, win-loss ratio against a team against Brisbane. Uh, 35 to ours, 15 to Brisbane and one draw. Our biggest win is 131 points, but that was back in 1992. And Brisbane's biggest score against uh, – biggest winning score against us is 100 points against us. And that could be beaten this week. Mm. Um, and, Dan, we, we talked about the – the, the outs that could be out. So this is what I've got down. Luke Foley for COVID, he could be back in. Well, he's been confirmed today that he'll play. He's been cleared. Callum Jamison, COVID, he could be back in. Ho had a back spasm. He could be in. Jackson Nelson's out with COVID. Wiverton's out with COVID. Yo's out another week with a concussion. Bailey Williams got a hamstring, so he's one week away, they said. Luke Edwards has got a groin, so they don't know how bad that is, but probably wiping for the rest of the year. That's Yo's injury, yep, so yeah. horrible. Mm. Uh, Willie Rioli's three weeks with a hamstring, but it could be worse. They said it was a bit on the the hard side, uh, the you know, the grading. Oscar Allen, I listened to him on the radio. He's not going to put a date on it, so it won't be before the buy and it won't be any time quickly after the buy either. But he said he's back running, so that's a good thing, Positive. good sign. He's going to get the workload. Dom Sheed's about three weeks away. <laughs> he is running, so. Oh, Dan's cr- yeah. he's crevassing there. I know, he, is, I know he's got his critics. No one hates Sheed, but he has got critics. Oh, he's but got he's cri- my favourite player. He's got, he is my favourite. He's got critics. And one out there, I'm just going to say his name, Victor Young. Oh, shout out done. to you, Victor. Is it Victor? Or my, if it's not you, Victor, it might be somebody else. Um, you know, he we're missing him now. Um, where am I? Zach Langdon, angle, that didn't look too good. He's got COVID oh, he, as well. He looked like he was in a bit of pain. And he didn't look too good. So he's a few weeks out. Nat Nui is probably about six weeks away. They said that's progressing pretty good, actually. So he might seem a bit earlier. Uh we just briefly said Xavier and Neil before to, he needs to stand up. Um, well, he's got a knock to the knee and they haven't got the results of the scan back there. That So that probably bad timing for Xavier because he's the one that needed to be putting his foot uh, hand up. Tom Joyce, he's ruled out for the rest of the season. Oh, oh you're joking, really? I surgery. didn't know that. Oh, well, yeah, I can't see him coming back if he's had surgery. No, I, I didn't realise he went for surgery. I knew he was injured. It was originally six weeks, wasn't it, when it yeah. first yeah. happened? And unfortunately, he's one of the guys that's on the rookie list. Yeah, you know, so he's, signed, he's gone, so yeah. possibly lose his spot. He'll probably lose his spot. Um, Camber Chessel, well, they basically said he's not playing for the year, even though he's back at the club yeah. and he's uh, running. So I don't think they put the workload. 
someone would have to go drastically wrong for, I think, them to play, Jessa. And Tom Cole, well, he's about the same. So. Yeah, season as well, yeah. And he's one player that we do miss. Yeah. And, and um, as I said, I he's not Cole. an offensive player. You got Witherden, yeah. like, this yeah. is future because I know you got Hearns for But Cole's just pure defence. We miss mm. that. And Danaher, he's out for six weeks with a shoulder. Hipwood, he's another two weeks. Uh, Kyle Lehman, six weeks. And Mitch Robertson is a test. So, with a calf. So, I'm hoping. Um, I'll tell you what, here's one. I'm hoping he don't yeah. play. He's I, I, I want to throw player. this one to Wayne. I kind of mentioned it to you before. Did you hear that injury list, Wayne, from yeah. Brisbane Lions? Yeah. I'll Four tell you players. what, Melbourne's is very similar. I think they had five, maybe six, mm. but yeah. a couple of them are testing coming back. Yeah. Is it any coincidence you think they're top on the ladder, first and second? Yeah, we, we've always said that. Yeah. If Eagles had an injury list like Brisbane Lions did, and mindful, Danaher just got injured. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking three players. Do you think we might have beat Gold Coast? Do you think we might have beat the Ruse? We already chalked up the ring uh, win against yeah. the Pies. Mm. Do you reckon that's a possibility? Oh, oh yeah. There's no question. So let's just say those appalling games were appalling games. Let's blame it on the coach. Let's blame on players. Blame on anything. We would be, th- what, three and three? <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, again, just breathe. We're going to get good picks. We'll see how we go. Like I said um, at the start of the show, feel the pain before the glory. You need your best 22 out there and you need yeah. – I'm not using the word synergy because I don't like that. To yeah. me, it's consistency. Yeah. You need the – you can't be making five changes every week and the two top teams have had no injuries and a great injury list uh, and they're one and two and that's no surprise to one, me. One of our mates who's been on the podcast a few times, Tom, should be asking them for a bit of a payback because that's his shirt. It's got synergy on it. Synergy, really? Yeah, yeah so yeah, and they've been yeah. using that quite a lot. And a lot of the players go through that that gym, mate. The only thing I'd like to say on And Roscoe, Glenn Dinning, they all go through that gym. So I, I, I ripped him I, off. I agree <laughs> I agree with you. I've got like the turnovers. But to me, there's the senior players coming in every week that are not standing up. And they got to stand up and take control and the, bring these younger guys in. That's what's got to happen. Well, the whole you club's know? got to stand up. You listen to these names, Neil, Zorko, McCluggage, Lyons, uh, Daniel Rich, Harris Andrews, Darcy Fort, Jared Berry, McStay, Ka- Charlie Cameron, Lincoln McCarthy, Rayner, um, Zach Bailey. We're going to work cut out, but some of the players that – Zane True might get his debut today. It's really going to be great to have play him uh, in. I d- I, I, he, I, he just ticked the box getting waffle and that was, I think that he, was awesome to I happen. Th- um, well, we'll talk about Inns. First of all, quickly though, Harris Andrews. I didn't realise he was such a late pick, Harris Andrews. Mm. I thought he would be very early, one of the best, already one of the best yeah. defenders in the comp. Um, I would honestly bring in, and I think it's going to be forced on us, uh, Jones, Winder, your boy, um, Petrosalli, and Jack Williams. I'd probably rest JK. So that's four even right there. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I know we're scraping the barrel with list numbers, uh, there's no waffle players getting added to the squad, so that's been confirmed. Um, so look, we're all going to pick Brisbane and win. How much by? Uh, Sixty points. <laughs> I was actually going to say sixty as well. I reckon, I'm gonna, and that's a response to me. I don't know. I, I think we're it's going to be a little bit less. I, I wanted to say thirty, but I'm going to say about eight goals. So well, that's forty-eight points. Mm. So um, yeah, look. As long as we put in an effort, um, quickly before we end the show, guys, because it's uh, the first time back in the studio, so it's good being back in the studio. Um, 
Ashley Sampy struck down with multiple sclerosis. Mm, very sad. Um, very sad. So our thoughts go out to him and hopefully they can work out some way of making his life a bit better. Um, Manscaped, they've been on board with us for a while, so get onto that. Eagle Nation as a code, 20% off. And join us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just about forgot. And there's plenty of podcast platforms out there. Uh, message me and tell me what ones you're on so I can find out. And hopefully next week we're talking in a more positive vibe and, well, let's, it could be the ball over. You know, people didn't give us a chance to win against. It'll be the uh, boil over of the year if we win this. Yeah, no. so be interesting. Um, it's going to be up there at the Gabba. So all you Queensland Eagles fans up there, make plenty of noise. And until next week, go Eagle Nation, hey? Just quickly, yeah. I've already got one eye on that number one pick, so I don't want it to be a boil over. <laughs> I don't want to win, though. Nah. All right. You, well, you never know with North Melbourne or Essendon. <laughs> yeah, they worry me. Pick your game up north. Yeah, no one you, picks ours. You haven't got any, you haven't got any excuse. All right, catch you next week, guys. See you then.